Welcome to Staying Sober. <clears throat> this episode, we're going to talk a little bit about staying busy and keeping yourself occupied while you're getting yourself sober. I've always been into the gym, and it's something that I've kind of created a habit for myself. I don't need any motivation to go anymore. I just go. So even while I was a drunk and cokehead and uh, smoking weed all the time, I was still going to the gym every day and consistently, but I wasn't really growing uh, like I wanted to. Um, so when I got myself sober, sober, I made sure that I continued on going to the gym and I continued keeping myself occupied in the mornings by getting up early and just getting out of the house and going straight to the gym. This is something that keeps me occupied in the mornings and keeps me, you know, and especially now that I'm never hung over, it's like going to the gym is a fucking breeze. Uh, and waking up, waking up lately has been pretty difficult. I'm not sure if I'm just not getting enough sleep or the quality of sleep I'm getting isn't good, but I still make it to the gym and I still have decent workouts. Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger calls them Mickey Mouse workouts when they're not as intense as they should be. But even if it's a Mickey Mouse workout, it's still a workout. Um, I spend a lot of my time working to occupy my time. Uh, my days usually go from 9 a.m. till 6 p.m. Or, or 7 p.m. working. And then uh, I spend a lot of time at night with my son and my wife. And I make sure that the time that I'm occupying with my family is quality time. Um, I still have a hard time getting away from my phone, but at least I am spending time with my family. I think if I say time one more time, I'm going to slap myself. Um, <laughs> and, you know, I've cut off a lot of my old negative friends. I've cut out a lot of people that aren't trying to be more successful than they were yesterday. I've cut out almost everybody that was from my past life. I still hang on to all my friends from grade school and and high school. Uh, you know, all those times I went to college, I made a couple of friends, but they, you know, the guys I kept in touch with, they live on the West Coast. So when I go out to California, I visit with them. Um, you know, I, I make sure that I'm drinking a lot of water during the day as well. You know, that occupies time because, you know, the way I used to chug beer is the same way that I chug water now. So I'm pissing, you know, 20 times a day. Uh, you know, like I said, heavy or intense weight training will keep you occupied and keep you focused on, on the growth. You know, once you start seeing muscles growing or your waist getting a little slimmer, uh, it's motivating. It's motivating to continue doing it. And if you got to go at night to keep away from going out, that's, uh, that's something you should be focused on. Um, I always, I always loved going to the bar. I always loved seeing the same faces sitting down talking about the same bullshit with people, but you know, finding quality time with my family at night has completely helped me stave off those cravings you know there's no reason there's no reason to find an escape when when you're you're fully involved with your family or or even fr close friends whatever uh if you're sticking around people that are staying so are, are sober or staying sober you're gonna probably 
do the exact same thing that they're doing and have the same or similar interests as them, even if they're further ahead than you or just getting into the the idea of getting sober. Uh, and, you know, concerning work, being at work in a healthy environment is extremely important. Uh, when we built the company, we built it focusing a lot on company culture and hiring the right people for the right jobs and making sure that everything was was fun and making sure that, uh, you know, staying at work for extended periods of time wasn't that much of a pain in the ass. You know, when I started up my tattoo shop a bunch of years ago, we, uh, my, my uncle that's running it now was... You know, I didn't understand it really at the time because I wasn't there all the time. But he said he was having a hard time finding tattoo artists because, you know, you're sitting next to somebody for eight hours a day and you have control over it or 10 hours a day. So you have control over that. So if you want to find the right person, all the talent in the world kind of doesn't mean shit when you have to sit next to them and they suck. So although I don't sit next to anybody at the current company, uh, you know, I've got an office being around the right people and being around people that you don't mind seeing all day, every day. You don't mind seeing bright and early in the morning on Mondays when you've got a sales meeting uh, or talking to three, four, 10 times a day. That's, that's super important. And, and, you know, keeping a lot of water on hand, keeping protein drinks on hand, getting food prepped for yourself or eating healthy throughout the day is super important. Um, I am a musician, so I occupy my Friday nights by playing with with my you know with my musician buddies at our practice spot. Uh, it's it's a great stress reliever, and it's a great way to not be focused on escapism and escaping my reality. My reality is perfectly fine because I've created it, I've crafted it to be what I want it to be. I operate my life on my terms. I'm happily married. I have a a beautiful kid. I've got another kid on the way. These things weren't accidental. I fell in love with somebody that wasn't a piece of shit that made me better. And toxic relationships will push you in the wrong direction. So family, friends, if they suck and they're just wasting your time or they're negative or they're manipulative, they're going to, they're going to cause you to want to escape. And the first thing you want to escape to when you're a drunk or a drug addict is drinking or drugs. So you you have to, you have to build yourself a position, not in your life. You have to build your life. You have to build your life to be what you want. Not, not be a, not have a position in your life. It's got to be your life. and It's got to be crafted around the experience that you want to create for yourself and the people that you love. So if you're surrounded with losers, if you're surrounded with, with people that are always trying to get fucked up and they don't have any type of uh, you know, goals, or aspirations, or even work ethic that's going to get them to the next level, you got to fucking cut those people out. And this, <laughs> this, can inc- this can and definitely does include family members that are losing and not interested in getting better. And it may seem hurtful or harsh, but brothers, sisters... Moms, dads, fucking cousins, people that you think have your back are always the first ones to, to flip on you. And I saw it firsthand with my mom's side of the family. Once my once my grandparents passed, 
uh, once my mom's parents passed, every asshole in the family came out of the woodwork and was expecting their cut. And, you know, you, I didn't personally feel the effects of it because it didn't necessarily affect me directly. But seeing what my mother had to go through with family members that were never there to help out when everybody needed them and just showed up looking to get paid was a, a, a total eye-opener and disgusting and not a good occupation of time. So find yourself a habit or a hobby, reading, uh, sports, lifting weights, making music, spending time with, with your close family and teaching teaching people around you that maybe maybe trying to better yourself or better themselves is a great way to stay connected with you. And I've talked about it in previous uh, podcasts or episodes about setting expectations for people and setting expectations for yourself. So, you know, for forever, forever in a day, I swear to God, I was the I was the guy at the Christmas party, the family Christmas party, just getting loaded. And it was based off of anxiety or whatever excuse I can think of to go drink. When in reality, it was just that I had a dependence and a familiarity with something that made me feel like I was escaping whatever I was in. And this was with people I loved and that loved me. So this, if you're feeling like that around people, it's a pretty good sign that those people aren't for you. But if you remove alcohol or drugs from that situation, you may realize even further that the problem isn't them, the problem is you. And that's kind of what happened. Um, the people around you at those parties or wherever you're at could be well-intended or well-intentioned, I should say. But if you're getting hammered trying to escape it, then you might you might notice that after you get sober that those people aren't the problem, but you are. And uh, there's a perfect example of that with one of, uh, you know, another friend. I don't, I'm not going to name their name. Um, I'm not very close with them, but I have a kind of a direct access to them and to their life. And as soon as they got off of being addicted to pills and, and drinking all the time, they realized that their longtime girlfriend was the problem and they separated and go and he went to rehab and his life got considerably better. So in that instance, he got sober and realized that not only was he the problem, but she was the problem and he removed himself from her life and her from his life. So when you start seeing the world from a clearer perspective, when you put your you know, I'll call sobriety your life glasses. You know, when you can see everything from 2020, it changes everything and it makes you more aware of, of what you do and, and, and who you surround yourself with. So keep yourself busy and put those life glasses on and get yourself sober. If you're struggling with it, if you're if you're having issues and, and or just need to talk, please reach out. And uh, thanks for listening. Mm-hmm.